49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan has done something most NFL coaches couldn't even do in their sleep. That's win games with a third-string quarterback. Should he be coach of the year? We're going to talk about it right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Happy holidays! Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold, but I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold-blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded, I got the Niners on my back, you know. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Breezy. I'm looking at the chat. I'm saying everybody's in the building. Shout out to everybody out there. Round of applause. Let's go. What's good? Look, today's Tuesday. Today's Hot Topic Tuesday, right? So today we're going to talk about a little topic that I feel like should be heating up. I feel like it's not even getting enough talk. And I know there's three weeks to go in the NFL. We're currently heading into, it's week 16 this week, right? Today's Tuesday, starting week 16. Last week was the, the nightcap to week 15. So we're on the week 16. The 49ers are going back home. They're going to be hosting the Washington Commanders and it's going to kick off. A lot of NFL news going around. Uh, a lot of things may be changing, uh, like the, the Eagles. Jalen Hurts may be out for a game or two. Gardner Minshew is going to be the, maybe the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. We talked about yesterday on yesterday. How, how dope was yesterday's episode, right? The name of the episode was coming for the number one spot. And all of a sudden, things just start happening. I'm telling you. We like Bree Stradamus up here, man. This is the Bree Stradamus show. We be creating scenarios, and it it just happens. I can't call it. I don't know why, but it is what it is. But I do want to give a shout-out to all the members of the channel. I see you out there, Miss Jacqueline. Congratulations, Jacqueline Knox. Uh, One-month anniversary. Uh, Shanahan special. Appreciate it. Jackie, you in here. doesn't show it that far back, but I saw your one-month. Boats is in the building. What's going on, Boats? Christy Marie is in the building. Shout-out to everybody out there. It's really good to see you guys uh, once again. Again, I see my man Adam Taylor's in the building. Yo, Adam, the Celtics are losing because of a good friend of mine who came up there and started talking about the Celtics and how great they were. And the next thing you know, here we go. Here we go. West Coast Kings, what's going on? My brother Paul, what's good, baby? Happy holidays to everybody out there. It's going to be a great show. Listen, we didn't do formalities yesterday, so if you don't mind, I'll do just a few of them. Breezy this, breezy that. It's on all available music platforms. Make sure you guys check it out. All right. Please support us. We truly would appreciate it. Apple Podcast, Apple, excuse me, Apple Music, Spotify, all the good stuff or whatever, whatnot. If you guys like the intro, go ahead and download it. Listen, make sure you like, hit that like button, guys. Right now, hit the like button. It should make a ding sound, not like this. 
but something like that. If you had a sound, you sound something like that. I hope you guys can hear the sounds. You guys might not even be able to hear the sounds now that I think about it. I'm sitting here saying, oh my gosh, they might not even be able to hear the round of applauses and all that type of stuff. You guys might not even be able to hear me now that I think about it. So let me go ahead and get that stuff all situated. I'm sure if you couldn't hear me, y'all would have told me. All right. Now, look, I know I got crazy takes. I know Philly not dropping three in a row. I get it. We'll get to that. I promise. But make sure YouTube channel you like, you comment and subscribe. Hey, let me know if this works. I just want to know if that worked, because if so, that's cool. I got some I got some Santa sounds. Did you guys hear the ho, 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 or? <laughs> I got sound effects for days. I'm hoping the ho, ho, ho worked, all right? If it didn't, oh, well, it's all good. Um, uh, no, Dan K said, no, no, no. They didn't hear the ho, ho, ho. My bad. Hey, I, I can't, I, I can't, I, I don't know why it's not working. supposed to be working but oh well we'll just ride out oh, here we go no ho 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 all right so I'll, I'll get it downloaded and then upload it to the system properly so that it could work i was trying a different way from the actual web browser but here we go uh let's talk about some of the latest in 49ers news not much going on uh the practices should be going down this week you know that they're hosting the washington commanders ah oh, man it's so hard i'd be wanting to say the other team name what's going on fernando i see you out there tanya's in the building what's good uh everybody uh let's talk about uh some good news for the 49ers talk about the pro bowl because they're going to do the pro bowl stuff tomorrow if i'm not mistaken they're going to go ahead and announce um but here it is 2021 pro bowl uh, votes for the 49ers. Shout out to all the 49ers that actually lead in these respective positions with the amount of votes. All right. So Nick Bosa, Christian McCaffrey, Fred Warner went from nine to one. He put out that uh that that tweet or uh yeah that tweet the other day. He went from nine to one. George Kittle. All right, two hundred and one thousand votes. Not sure if he's the first place guy over um. You know, but I, hey, maybe for the NFC, definitely. Kyle Juszczyk is the greatest fullback uh, in the league. Christian McCaffrey again is there. Trent Williams, best damn lap, left tackle in football. I, I know that the Pro Bowl isn't what we're used to. Santa Hat's on its way, uh, Kylie. Santa Hat's on its way. And I'll get the ho-ho-hos dialed up in a second. So just, just bear with me. Um, but no, nah, the Santa hat is, is definitely on its way. But let's talk about these guys. What an honor to be in the Pro Bowl. Um, I think it's something really cool uh, for the 49ers fan base. Hold on. Let me check this real quick because this should be working. I'm surprised that it's not. Web link browser. Boom, boom, boom. Baba, boom, boom. It should, it should work, but it ain't. Um, I like the fact that the 49ers, they got six people. There's probably going to be more people that's going to make it to the Pro Bowl. I see a lot of you saying that the Tigers should be in there, um, a couple of other positions, maybe Drake Greenlaw. How is Drake Greenlaw not having a Pro Bowl Pro Bowl year? Just just curious. Like, how is he getting snuffed? Is he because he's not like the – yeah, I see this right here. Is it because he's not like the fan favorite? He's definitely a fan favorite. But listen, these were the fan votes too, by the way. These are the fan votes. So I'm just curious, like, how does Greenlaw get overshadowed? Leads the team in tackles, you know, uh, or whatnot. Uh, but I did want to start the show off. Congratulations to those that are going to be Pro Bowl select uh, selections, uh, players that are going to be selected to the Pro Bowl. I'm not sure what the heck the Pro Bowl is going to look like this year. It's not a game, right? 
it's 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 not a game, if I'm not mistaken. It's just some, isn't it like some type of simulation or something? I don't know what it is. I do think it's going to be a week of festivities uh, where they're going to get together, do some contests and things like that, which is really good. They used to do that anyway, but the game was the only part that really mattered. So it's not going to be a Pro Bowl game this year. So we'll, we'll see how that goes down. But congratulations again to the 49ers uh, that actually got selected, that were voted on. By you guys. You guys are the fans, man. You guys. You guys did y'all jobs. Wait a minute. Are you are you serious, Bobba? You've never. How old are you then? You must be young. Because back in the day, the Pro Bowl was hitting. It was like watching the MLB All-Star game. It was just for football. It, the pro, it was like watching the NBA All-Star game. I would say the NBA All-Star. Let's, let's do this quickly. Which All-Star game is most competitive is it the nfl pro bowl nba all-star game or the mlb all-star game i would vote for mlb i feel like that's the one you you can't fix baseball for something like i mean what i mean by fixing i mean you can't make it like super entertaining like those guys still got to hit the ball the pitcher still got to pitch the ball over the thing they still got to catch the ball where's basketball it's just mad like you know, it's mad cost. So you're 27, so I get it. You like you're young. I get it. Back in the day, though, bro, Pro Bowl was dope. Wait, Niner for Life. You said that the NBA joint is the most competitive. Have you watched the NBA? The score is 195 to 210. There's no defense. How's that competitive? Just look, not shooting you down, just asking the question. Like that, that's it. Like I'm just asking the question. <laughs> Both are trash. That's a fact. They're just different. Uh, MLBs, though, it's definitely most competitive. MLB, NBA. It used to be the NFL, but injuries. Players would get injured. That's how, like, it was another football game. But think, just imagine the NFL Pro Bowl with the cream of the crop, the hardest hitters, the best receivers, the best running backs, the best quarterbacks, the best offensive linemen, just the best at the best, right? It used to be like a bloodbath. Like, cats would literally not be right after the game they had to change it up they had to change it up um but i go i'm gonna go with mlb man what's going on sim mlb joint is usually on point every single year and i know the american league wins every year but it's usually on point yo but congratulations again to the 49er members that actually got selected to the pro bowl i can't wait to see uh the reserves and some of the other players that may get voted on i do think the 49ers may lead the league and Pro Bowl players this year. Uh, and we'll see because 49ers make it to the Super Bowl. None of them, none of them, and I mean none of them will play in the Pro Bowl. All right, let's switch gears real quick. Let's talk about this. So I know you guys saw the rookie dinner post. All right, you, you saw the bill was like 322 million, whatever, whatever. There was one person, I tweeted it out. There was one person, and I can't remember his name, right? But he had the best, the best, like, take on it. He said, hey, Breezy, yo, them joints is in pesos. And I'm like, aha, that, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But then it, I don't think it was in pesos. Uh, Eric Armstead came out and said, y'all silly. If y'all thought a dinner could cost $300,000, it was a prank, which we knew. We were just trying to figure out, like, well, that's a big prank, right? The waitress went overboard. The dinner was $7,500. Now, let me just pause that right there. Because $7,500 for dinner, that's still a lot of money. You dig? Like, $7,500? I don't even want to spend $75. But 
But $7,500 is still a lot of money, in my opinion. In my opinion. I mean, I'm not bankrolling like that. I go out to eat. You can, I got witnesses. You ask Coach Cruz. I, I, I be trying to get the hookups. We at the restaurants. I'm like, yo, all right, so if we, did, if we buy this, can y'all throw in a couple of thems and nets and those? Like, that's what we do. You know what I'm saying? Look, ain't trying to get anybody fired. It's just the way it is. 7500 that must have been, everything must have been a la carte. You know what I'm saying? On that thing. But you saw the Kobe beef was 480. <laughs> they ordered the steak with 24. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. 200,000 of the joint was gratuity. Look, if I was a waiter or waitress that night, man, I'd have been in heaven. I, and some, I'm just going to say, some of the waiters and waitresses probably wouldn't have went home. Now, see, no, 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 nope, nope, don't do me like that. I would rather pay them the tip. I'd rather give somebody $300 in tip than pay $300 for a bill. Does that make sense? I leave tips, and I don't leave the 20%. That's the minimum. I definitely leave tips, because if you want to have a good time, you want to enjoy a good experience, take care of those people. You know what I mean? Take care of the people that are waiting on you, you know? And and that's what I believe in. I don't care if it's an Uber ride. I don't care if it's whatever. If somebody's doing breezy a service and they do it well, they get in tipped. Matter of fact, in the Uber ride, before I even get to my destination, I leave the tip. So I, I tip, bro. That's the one thing I do. I just don't like paying for food. Damn it. That's that's my issue. Certain things I don't like paying for. Food, haircuts, um, food. I just don't like paying for food. I don't know what it is. Something's wrong with me. Anyway, um, yes. Uh, and let's talk about some of the good things, Boats. I, I love that you guys are out here and you guys comment and things like that. And it just makes my day to have these conversations with you. Um, did you see some of our players? They went to San Quentin Prison and gave toys away to kids uh, with parents in prison. I love um, charity. I love when players just do things out of the kindness of their hearts. Now, I know a lot of people out there is going to sit there and say, oh, they do it. It's a tax write-off. It's all that good stuff. It is, but, I mean, they still take time out of their day. There was a picture going around, NFL-related, uh, not 49er-related, NFL-related. Boats, thanks for bringing this up. I did see that. NFL-related, right? Former head coach Tony Dungy, now NFL analyst, was – donating time at the Salvation Army. Now, it could have been a Photoshop picture where it wasn't him, but I really believe it looked it looked like him. And, and, and I'm not saying it wasn't him, but it really did look like him. And if you guys see that picture floating around on Twitter or whatnot, let me know. You guys can confirm it for me. I'm not gullible. I'm just saying, you know, just talking about it. Uh, I thought that was a really cool, kind gesture, and it made me want to get out there and do some stuff because, you know, every time you go into a Walmart or some type of grocery store, they're out there. And it's not just about you, like, giving money. You know what I'm saying? It's time. Like, time, to me, time is even more valuable than money. You could get money back. You can't get time back. You know what I mean? So if that was Tony Dungy seeing him out there, you know, working, like, donating his time, that was dope. That was dope. And and who knows? He might have been able to raise a lot of a lot of money for those that are in need, um, you know, especially around for the holidays. You know what I'm saying? This, this is a time where, 
it's it's better to give than to receive uh and things like that all right uh i see my man ronnie says breezy does opening up ken law's practice window take one of the ir spots already or does it go in effect once he's activated so it doesn't go into effect until he's activated right so we have two spots left and we're going to talk about this i promise you this week um on the show we're going to talk about this because there are three players i feel like that are eligible to return that are on the ir and there's only two spots left so we're going to have that conversation but just to answer your question practice window opens and once he's activated okay once he's activated to the roster uh then that ir spot would be gone and he'll be on that 90 that 53 man roster and then somebody's going to get released Somebody's going to have to get released. All right, so that's how it works. But then that means there's only one IR spot left. And we're going to talk about that, I promise you, sometime this week uh, on the show. All right? So let's get down to the get down, man. Um, Justice, that's what's going on in the 49er world. I'm going to talk a little bit about Coach Shanahan. And then, you know, I'm going to open up the going to open up the lines. You know, it's the holiday season. I want to hear you guys talk a little bit and things like that. Listen, Kyle Shanahan. Whew. What can we say about our coach? You know, if you can sum up Kyle Shanahan in one word, what would that one word be? I'm curious to know what you think. Um, Kyle Shanahan is a lot of things. He's a lot, right? He's he's, he's a bit much. Uh, you know, some people say that he's a genius. Some people say that he's uh, insane. <laughs> some people say oh, I see the goat out here. Some people like Jacqueline says he's the goat. <laughs> JM 16, uh, 617 says he's tough. Um, oh, my girl Leslie, Kyle is weathered a lot. My one word vision. Ooh, oh my gosh. Oh man, I love it. Look, so all right, people, I say this word all the time, West Coast Kings, and people be like, what in the hell does that mean? And it's so cool. See, my brother from another mother used the same word. Dope. That's what he is. He's dope. Whether you like him or not, he's dope. I, uh, um, You know what I mean? I, Sam, I think you're talking about shrimps and lobsters and stuff. Lee Ann says he's driven. Ooh, all the, these are all good words. Here we go. This is what I was waiting for. Because I want to have this conversation. Confusing. Right? Like, leaving you scratching your head. Shaking your head. Scratching your head. He's a person you can't figure out. If I had to sum him up, can I make up a word, two words? He's simply complicated. That's Kyle Shanahan. In my opinion, you're going to get really good. You're going to be like, what in the hell, Kyle? You t- what are you doing? Um, we got resilient. I love it. That's, that's, that, that trait right there, Ms. Deb. Shout out to Ms. Debbie. That trait right there has trickled down to all the players on the team as well. Uh, Amazing. Uh, Detailed. Shadow vision. Nice word. Detailed. Uh, Sim says Kyle's just the best. Uh, Yeah, the best. Uh, He's too smart. Uh, uh, We got another visionary, Big Dez and and Leslie, both with the vision. You know, a lot of people don't know what that means. Uh, Let me kind of break that down for you. So so you got to look at, let me break it down to you in the in the realms of like like the church, right? So you got your pastor, and your pastor technically is the visionary, right? He's the person that's getting the direct message from the higher up, and it's his vision. 
and he's gonna sit there and kind of like get his not disciples but his his ministers and whatever together and and then boom 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 now now you got to act out the plan so the vision is the plan we've been talking about the shannon plan for the longest you know what i'm saying um and when you look at kyle shanahan He's had this plan for the longest. Now, you know what we don't do with Kyle Shanahan? We never factor in the pieces that he loses each and every year. And I know we get on Kyle Shanahan for his play calling. We're talking about a head coach, though. We're not talking about him as a play caller. This is that and the third, whatever. We're talking about him as just a head coach. All right? And listen, there's going to be some negativity about him. There's going to be positivity about him. Uh, and that's what coaches get. They take the the good, the bad, and the ugly, okay? Um, and that's what I like about him. So when you say visionary, I like that because he's the man with the plan. He has this vision. Now, the question is, can who he has to help implement the vision bring the vision to fruition? And that's that's the key. And I, I when you go back to the beginning of the year or you go back to his career, like Kyle Shanahan, you know, has dealt with an array of different types of coaches, okay? An array of different types of coaches, okay? Um, there's a dope picture going around. Uh, let me see if it's in my WhatsApp. Hold on a second so I could download it real quick. There's a dope picture going around with Kyle Shanahan playing chess, and, you know, Coach Cruz says Kyle is playing chess and not checkers. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I agree 100%. He always has been playing chess uh unfortunately in this particular picture though he's playing like he's playing you know chess against chess you know what i'm saying some there was a person out there that was like oh man i wish it was somebody else on the other end playing checkers you know so it is what it is i'll get the pictures you guys can see it or whatnot and i'll upload it but yeah man this is what kyle shanahan he's been doing and ooh, ooh, there's more words innovator an innovator I like it. I like it. I like that word. I like that. I'm trying to figure out, has Kyle, what, all right, when you say innovator, that means people are biting his style, and we see it all the time. People are biting Kyle Kyle Shanahan's style all the time. All right, some people don't feel like he's a good coach. My man, Niner Cali boy, Kyle isn't the best coach on the 49ers. D'Amico, in my opinion, should be a coach of the year candidate. I mean, like, that's, that's fair, but he's not head coaching listen let's talk about the factors of what a head coach does right do is D'Amico Ryan's doing the best job yes as a defensive coordinator he's clearly got his guys in sync um he's had a different array of guys in sync but he ain't the guy that's making Brock Purdy look good I mean you can you can arguably say he is because Brock's going up against his defense but think about that for a second like, I like D'Amico. I love him a lot. I don't know how he would fear managing everything. Can he manage the defense? Heck yes. And I think for Kyle Shanahan, with this is when you talk about head coach, it's not just running the offense. It's making sure your defensive coordinator is on point, make sure your offense is on point, make sure your special teams is on point, make sure all the other team uh, position coaches are on point, making sure your players are on point. There's a lot that goes into head coaching. I'm not saying that ain't going to be D'Amico, but that's just not his role right now. So, yeah, you can arguably say that, 
I still feel like we got to give Kyle Shanahan some flowers. All right. I got the picture from WhatsApp. So here's the picture of Kyle Shanahan, man. This is dope. And this is my argument. The picture sums up my argument. And I, I you know what? Shout out to everybody out there. Right now, this is national media, right? I, 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 you know, I haven't made it to the national media yet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got 102 people watching. National media be having like 102,000 people watching. You know what I'm saying? But I'm grateful for what we had. What I'm saying is, I tweeted this out, and I got receipts during the Seattle Seahawks game. I tweeted it out. I believe it was after the play with the fake screen to the screen to the middle of Kittle, to Kittle in the middle. I, I, I felt like that's when I tweeted it out. I don't know. Check the timestamp. If you don't believe me, go check the tweet. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn. It's just like I could see Kyle Shanahan being in the role of this award because look at the top of this picture. I'm not going to show me for a minute. We're going to look at the top of this picture. Do you see the clothesline at the top of the picture? All right? We're looking at the top of the picture, and in the clothesline, you're going to see three quarterbacks. Not one, but three. In the same season, Kyle Shanahan said, here we go. Made Trey Lance my starting quarterback. That's the guy we rocking with. Y'all can eat it or leave it. I don't give a f- That's going to be the guy. Everybody said, okay. He gets hurt. Luckily, they were able to sign a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, they were able to take his contract, shred that joint up, grab a new one, say, Jimmy, hey, you want to be a backup QB? Listen, if something happens to Trey, you the man. Right now, we going with Trey. Jimmy says, hell yeah. Boom. Jimmy comes in, gets this team back to winning. Isn't that what Jimmy does? Then he gets hurt. Now we on to the third string quarterback. And with the third string quarterback, the San Francisco 49ers have clinched the division. Okay? They've clinched the division. All right? On top of that, they have a seven-game winning streak still up to par. They can possibly finish first in the NFC. Okay? Like, these are all the things that Kyle Shanahan's vision Nobody knew but Kyle what these three quarterbacks were going to go through this year. I'm sure Kyle didn't believe that Trey Lance was going to get injured. I'm sure he didn't believe that Jimmy Garoppolo was going to get injured. But he was prepared. And this is what makes him a great head coach. He was prepared for his quarterbacks. If one went down, we could keep the the wheel churning. Now, he's backed by a great defense, and that's where D'Amico Ryans comes in and getting those pieces together and making sure that those pieces don't skip a beat because I ain't going front. When Emmanuel mostly went down, I gasped, and I was like, damn, he was having the best season of his career. The defense was untouchable. The defense was so good the first four weeks of football, Talanoa Hufunga was all pro through week four. Week five, week six. I mean, we struggled in a couple of games, but yeah, but listen, he was good. And then I'm like, oh man, mostly gets hurt. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. And you knew there was going to be some type of shift in the defense. Guys was going to have to figure it out. 
Guys were going to have to figure it out. I'm telling you right now, Kyle Shanahan is a visionary. I love the word that Leslie and my man used up in here for that. Like, that was dope. Visionary. Why? He had to have the vision of saying, hey, I got I got Trey Lance. He's this type of style of quarterback. Let me just double up. Let me let me go back around the table and get another guy that I feel like could come in here. If God forbid something goes down, keep this joint, keep the wheels turning. That's where Brock Purdy comes in. And a lot of people, you know, are giving Brock Purdy his props. They're, they're, they're loving what Brock Purdy is doing. I'm just going to say this, like, be careful, because Brock Purdy is going to have that one game where the defenses are just going to throw the kitchen sink, and he's going to have to react. And I'm not saying he won't pass the test. He's passed every test that's thrown at him. I'm just saying the tests are going to get harder for Brock. This is not a downplay to his game. It's just that's what it is. It's life. Life is going to give you harder tests. I mean, if you can't don't agree with that, I understand. But that's what life does. When you feel like you've accomplished and conquered something, wait for life to come back at you a little bit different. Life is trying to be like, nah, you ain't ready. It's going to come at Brock. The question is, can Brock respond? And I feel like when you got a coach like Kyle that's preparing him, that, that Kyle has come out and said like things about Brock Purdy. He says he fully trusts Brock. I ain't never heard him say he fully trust himself. I'm just, I'm just curious. Like, we're watching Kyle grow. We're watching the team grow. And I think it's, just, it's, it's because he's confident and he, he's trusting in what he has. Mind you, Debo Samuel's injured. He's not playing. They do have other pieces. But look at what Kyle Shanahan is doing. And I, and I know all of the teams in the NFL, all of the head coaches uh, have – face adversity, especially when it comes to injuries. It's football. You're going to deal with a bunch of injuries. Name one team that's dealing with three injured, two injured quarterbacks, two injured starting quarterbacks. Just curious. If you could tell me, and I, I know there are other people that watch this broadcast. I, I get it. I know they are. And we got to talk about this, Sim, because I was waiting for somebody in the chat. Somebody might have put this up already, but I was waiting for that because, look, I'm not going to stunt. The Eagles are 13-1. and one. Okay, they got the best record in football. I get it. Let's go back to the 2019 season. 49ers finished that year 13 and three, correct? If I'm not mistaken, 13 and three. All right. I don't remember necessarily what the regular season record was for John Harbaugh. Who won coach of the year? I mean, I'm reading it. It says the Baltimore Ravens coach hit a home run, leading the franchise to a 20 to three regular season record and two straight. AFC North titles with Lamar Jackson under the center. I was at that game that year when we lost to the Ravens. I mean, they got lucky, uh, and we lost to the Ravens in the rain. Uh, but that was the year uh, Kyle Shanahan came in second. Let me let me read to you how I felt he was snubbed that year. And if you guys got the um, their their record that year, okay. Okay, and I see symmetry. This is why I love y'all. So Sim is saying they were 13 and 3 as well. So why didn't Kyle Shanahan win it that year? All right. Mind you, the 49ers story that year was amazing. It was amazing. But they gave it to the guy with the more prominent, in my opinion, quarterback. They gave it to the guy with the more prominent quarterback, the guy named Lamar Jackson, who's lighting up the NFL. And our quarterback at the time was Jimmy Garoppolo, and he wasn't necessarily lighting up the NFL. John Harbaugh never won this award. Matter of fact, a Baltimore Ravens coach has never won that award. It's always It always comes down to something. 
when you when you when you look at the the hindsight of the story, coach never won, team never won coach of the year. You know what I mean? Like, so let's just give it to him. Anyway, I brought that up to say this: like 27 and a half votes for Harbaugh, 14 and a half votes, my guys. And this is the problem. This is not a problem, but this is this is what I'm trying to say, Kali. And I feel like the only time, like, like, how do how does the media, the people that do the voting, not factor in the facts? Key word, the factor, root word is fact. You need the facts. I want to know what part of that season did the Ravens struggle? Four and 12 the year before. The Ravens were in the playoffs the year before. Kyle Shanahan took a four and 12 team to a 13 and three record and to the Super Bowl. Did the Ravens go to the Super Bowl that year? I'm confused because I thought we lost to the Chiefs. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I'm asking a question. I'm not yelling. My blood, let me, I gotta check my blood pressure. I'm let me drink some water. I'm asking a question. It's a simple question. Listen, y'all got 30 minutes today. Y'all not gonna keep me for an hour and a half today. 30 minutes. Joy's going inside of the chat. You guys are welcome to come up here and talk about it. Felt like Kyle was snubbed in 2019. I feel like Kyle's gonna get snubbed and 2022 there is the link right there join your boy breezy let's talk about it and i feel like there's no reason why kyle shanahan shouldn't win this three quarterbacks three let's get leslie on what's going on baby girl good morning good morning oh hold on let me let me take something off can you hear me okay we hear you fine. I think we can hear you out there. You guys hear Leslie out there? Thumbs up. You guys hear? I think you, they, you should be good. I'm hoping you're good. Thank you. You know, you're talking facts. You're talking facts. And what we have seen, what I have seen over the years with Kyle Shanahan is I have watched a progression of different plays where he has worked and you can just see how he is growing. I'm the first one to admit that there are times this season where mm -hmm. I am yelling at the TV, what the hell was that, coach? Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. But as my late sainted mother often would say to me, I sit by the phone every Sunday and nobody ever calls me from the sidelines to ask me, you know, what I think we should do. <laughs> so one of the things that I notice about Kyle is that he's, he's the type of coach that has a plan, has plays, scripted. It's very similar to what he came up under with Coach Bill Walsh. For those of you that, some of you are really young and what you remember about the Walsh era is that we won a lot of Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. But Walsh was the guy that would say, we're going to do all of this. The first 100 plays are scripted. If this happens, we will win. And it was usually around our running backs getting X number of yards, right? Yeah. So it doesn't matter who the running back was. I mean, we had some fabulous running backs, but it was all predicated on we're going to get this many yards on the ground and this many yards. He was very much an analytic guy. Before analytics, were re we were kind of on the cusp mm -hmm. of that change from gut level instinct to analytic guy. 
his strength, and this is what I'm starting to see in, in Kyle Shanahan, mm-hmm. is that he knew when to switch from, okay, all the analytics tell me this, but now I'm looking in the eyes of my quarterback or I'm looking in the eyes of my receiver. I'm looking in the eyes of my player. And my player just said to me, what's that famous Debo quote? Just get me the ball, coach, and I'll score. And he knows when to go to switch from analytics to gut. That's the sign, as far as I'm concerned, of a great coach. That's the facts. And so will Kyle get coach of the year? He will for me. That's all I got to say about that. So, and and I like that, right? Because Kyle's not out here to get accolades. Don't his only goal is to win a Super Bowl, right? But when are they going to start respecting this young guy? Like he's been giving his blood, sweat, and tears. Look at the type of teams that he's taking to these to these big games. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, like we're all right. So Serrani, everybody's like thirteen and three. Serrani inherited a, a, a first-round quarterback, uh, a bunch of first-round picks. They made trades all season long to win. Like, they bet, they matter, the Philadelphia Eagles better win. Because if they don't, man, I'm coming after them Philly fans and them Philadelphia players. They, are, they better win. They bought, just like the Rams last year bought the team. And just like the Niners in 94, I go front. <laughs> we bought the team. We bought the team. We got Deion, Toy Cook, Ken Norton Jr., like Tim McDonald, Gary Plummer. It was people that weren't even on that team that we got. We said we're going to beat Dallas. That was the goal. Beat Dallas. We beat Dallas. We win the Super Bowl. They Absolutely. bought the team. It, it's part of football. I get it. I'm not knocking it, but they better win. That's right. The Niners won in 94 when they were supposed to. The Rams won last year when they were supposed to. And I'm going to tell you right now, if the Eagles find a way to mess up, man, I'm coming. I'm coming. You can't buy a team to win and lose. Oh, yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I'm not afraid of the Eagles. You better talk I mean, about I it. might be a little nervous because any given Sunday, any given Sunday, anything can happen. But I think, like my good friend um, – um, Anthony out of Chicago from the old Paso Garage days. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree with him. I think we're going to expose the Eagles. It's going to happen. I can feel it. I tell you what, I was talking to, we were on Nitty Gritty last night, uh, and we said that it's going to be a defensive battle. Yeah. But I know, and I know how great Jalen Hurts is, but Brock Purdy is something different. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. We we can't pinpoint what it is, but I think you said it earlier. It's the gut. It's that. It's that's what's making Kyle Shanahan be a better Shanahan. That's what's making him trust Brock a little bit more. I think he liked Jimmy, but he knew Jimmy's limitations so much. He was afraid to let Jimmy like off the off the training wheels. Ah, I'm not gonna take him off right now. Right. Uh, maybe I'll take him off. Oh, you know, I took him off. Jimmy played well. Then he gets hurt. Ah, oh, damn! Yes. I should have left oh. the training wheels on, Jimmy. <laughs> damn, man. So yeah. you got to look at. But with Brock, you know, a lot of people saying he's playing with house money. I get that, but we lose Brock. I don't know. I, I'm not sold on Josh Johnson. Uh, I don't think he would come in here and do anything better than what Brock is doing. I think Brock is the guy right now. We yeah. got to figure out how to get behind him, support him 100%. But Absolutely. Brock is keeping us winning. He's keeping the 49ers relevant. And I'm telling you, I know it's slight possibility. But they could possibly get the first place seed. It's small. It's like 1%. But it's there. 1% is better than 0%. 
hey, we'll take it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. You know, for uh, sure. And I, I look at it this way. You know, um, you know me. I'm a 49er faithful. I will root for anybody who's under center. I, I rooted for drug seller, okay? I will give shout outs to whoever I, they're my quarterback, blah, blah, blah. But like I said yesterday, it's been a long time since I have felt this kind of um, calmness around the quarterback position. And, and I support Trey Lance. I support Jimmy. I, I, you know, they're my guys. They're, quarter, they're, they're 49ers. So I'm a faithful. I support them. But it's been a long time since I feel like, okay, we got this. This kid's okay. So we'll see. It's we'll like, see. Ah, we'll see what happens. Meanwhile, Let's... Merry Christmas, my brother. Merry Christmas, sis. Appreciate you. Happy holidays to you and your family. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. All right, I'm going to bring my other sister on, Melissa. Before I do that, uh, and, and we can talk about this. Coach Cruz, thank you for the, the Super Chat contributions. Kyle is now going for TDs and not field goals. In addition, the aggressive lines on fourth down is a nice sight to see. It And it also, can I just add this to your contribution? It just feels like the offensive line is playing more comfortably with Brock Purdy, I don't know why. I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like they're playing better. I, I haven't said Mike McGlinchey's name. Well, I did say it last week a couple of times, but I ain't said it more than three times in, in a couple of weeks. And y'all, the only reason why is because Brock Purdy's been the quarterback. All right, so let's go ahead and bring Melissa on here. She's been waiting patiently. Melissa, what's going on? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. I, I you know, I get offended when... <laughs> They only talk about the 49ers when it comes to negative stuff. And then mm-hmm. they leave out some of the best stuff. And we're not talking about the media is not talking about our head coach. It's all 13 and one. And this is that. And the third, well, we went 13 and three, three years ago. And we barely scratched the surface of 20 votes. We had 14 and a half votes. We were far second, even though he was second. Will Kyle Shanahan get snubbed again is the question. I think everyone's going to get snubbed. And as a Niner fan, it makes me livid to say that again, but it's the truth. I mean, Nick Bosa had 15 and a half sacks last year and he didn't get a single vote coming off that horrendous ACL tear for comeback player of the year or defensive player of the year. Like this is just our reality and it sucks. And, And I hate that every time we win in the playoffs, it's, bad other team and it's never good Niners you know like with the Cowboys you had to listen to three hours of garbage about how the Cowboys always choke to hear even a crumb of respect given to the Niners you know it's like when we went to Green Bay and we beat them the next week with Lambeau and you know Tona Hufunga and Jordan Willis got blocks and I thought finally okay it's not about Jimmy it's not about the quarterbacks it's about special teams and defense right and i thought finally we're gonna get something about the niners and it still was all about aaron Rodgers, who couldn't do more than get what one touchdown so as much as it sickens me i don't think that it's gonna happen and i think that Demico ryan should be coordinator of the year this year um it, it pissed me off more than harbaugh getting it in 2019 that greg roma got coordinator of the year like that really upset me. Um, but at the end of the day, they can keep all their accolades if the Niners can go and upset people. Because 
even today, like you can kind of see the guys on like get up, like struggle with themselves because before it was Cowboys or Eagles. And now with the, the Jalen Hurts injury, they're like yeah. begrudgingly having to give respect to the Niners because they went and beat Miami. They beat Tom Brady. They beat Seattle in Seattle. You know, like he wasn't phased and they begrudgingly have to give respect to our quarterback situation in our defense. And I don't think if the Cowboys were struggling the way they were and if they hadn't lost to Jacksonville and now with Jalen Hurts and the, the shoulder injury, we would even get that kind of crumb of respect right now. And you can call it an East Coast bias, but most of these people work outside of L.A., whether it's the Good Morning mm. Football crews and everybody else that work at SoFi. Um, it's just, it, it, it's a weird story that the Niners never get any respect until somebody else has to fall apart for them even to get a, a, a 15th of what they should be getting. Yeah, it's it's just the way it's the way of the world for the 49ers. That's why I like this team so much better than any of the other teams, because Mm -hmm. you ever heard of that song, Money, Power, Respect? You know what I'm saying? First you get the money, then you get the power, then motherfuckers will respect you. I feel like that's what the 49ers are doing right now. Right. They're going out there and they're just you don't got to respect us. We'll just take it. Like, we're not even going to make you earn it. Like, like we're just going to, we're going to make you respect us. That's what they're saying. That's what the Niners are doing by punching each and every team that they faced in the mouth. There was that crazy mm-hmm. stat posted yesterday. I'm going to let you mm-hmm. go. Cause I got to get CJ gray on here. He's at work. Uh, there was a crazy stat going on at the stat teams that the 49ers have, have faced and beat are like 12 and one. Yeah. What? Like, damn. They just put a stop to, well, to the people's Chiefs, The Chiefs were the only exception because they were on a bye and then they won the, the following. But they, they they struggled against the Titans, so even the Chiefs felt it. Um, but back to the point we were talking about, that is why I think you and, and Nothing But Niners and John Chapman and Stephanie from 49 Carrots and all of you guys and what you do is so important because it doesn't just give us what's going on with the Niners and all the injuries and everything else that you guys do, but it, it gives us an unbiased thing. And it feels weird to say that because we're all fans and we have a vested interest, mm-hmm. but when you can count on the podcasters to give it to you straight and, and sometimes you get their personal opinions, but most of it, you guys keep your, your hearts out of it and you just tell it like it is and you guys keep it straight. I have all the respect for all of you because that is amazing that you guys can be fans while also reporting on the team and giving us somewhere safe where we can talk about the Niners and learn about the Niners because we don't get it anywhere else. I appreciate you, Melissa. 100%. I do. I so love you. Merry, Merry Christmas to you, Breezy. Merry Christmas. May you have a happy holiday. And to everybody else celebrating Hanukkah or any other holiday, happy holidays. And we love you. And thank you for tuning in to Breezy. And please smash that like button like Breezy's favorite all-pro friend. Hey, that's my guy. Let's go. Thank you, Melissa. <laughs> I appreciate you. Bye. All right. So uh, my man, Gerald, uh, says, yo, Wayne, you ran into my dad at a bar in Seattle. I'm hoping I got... You got to send me the picture because I remember, I think I remember who your dad is just looking at you in the picture. So I, I got it. It was so cool because 
Him, they were patiently waiting for us to leave. And I was just not, I, you know, I just wanted to enjoy. We threw a big 49er party, 49ers rush podcast, uh, tailgate party, uh, the day of the game. It was huge. We had the place rented out for four hours. And it was a Seattle bar. So they were kindly waiting, except for his dad. His dad was talking mad trap, like, yo, this is my bar. Y'all need to get the hell up out of here. And I'm like, yo, I respect it, but it's not happening today. Like, just check your surroundings. Like, we're not leaving. Even though I was ready to go, Gerald, because I wanted to go on the walk. I wanted to see if the Seattle Seahawks fans were going to boo us going in. Yo, it was so it was so quiet. Like, Seattle knew their season was over that day. Like, they knew it. They felt it. Even your dad. But it's nice to meet you, bro. Tell your dad I said happy holidays, man, and thanks for taking the picture, man. I appreciate you. Uh, you can also you can email it, um, or if you're on Twitter, you can DM it to me. Uh, the email, I'll put the email up uh, in the description of the show. I'm also going to put it up here. Here's the email. What's my email? Uh, TheWayneBreezy, all right, at gmail.com. TheWayneBreezy at gmail.com, all right? Go ahead and do that if you want. I appreciate you. And tell your dad, uh, I said happy holidays and, and thanks again. All right, let's get my man CJ Gray on here. CJ, yo, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. What do you do, bro? Are you a hacker? You got one, two, three, four, five, six, and a big ass TV screen up on the wall, bro. You got like seven computers. What's going on? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an email administrator. So you got to um, make sure that the, so you so you handle the NFL shit when they say stuff that they shouldn't be saying. You got to go and screen it. I wish, I wish, I probably, I probably get paid more. <laughs> probably, but I, I work from I work from home, and I and I'm a I'm an email administrator, and, and so so I, you're in charge of making sure the emails are on point. Yes. So there's no. a person that really does that. So yeah. oh, I got to be careful what I send in the email. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, pretty much. I I managed policies and manage oh. and and manage all the back end stuff that goes in the email, and then even all the way down to people contacting me saying, "Hey, I can't do this with my email right now. Help, please." Aha. So it's, there's a wide span of what of what, what you I'm can having. do. I, I got you, bro. I just saw all the computer monitors. I'm like, either he is a diehard gamer and I'm not ever getting his username or he's handling some, some accounts. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But listen, man, thanks for being on the show, bro. Uh, look, today we're talking about Kyle Shanahan and I feel like he's done a great job with what he has to work with. The league probably doesn't feel that way. What are your thoughts on Kyle? And do you think he'll get snubbed for coach of the year? Will he be a, a, a second or third? I mean, I, you have to let it play out because right now I got my eyes on the Detroit Lions. Oh, Dan know, Campbell, like it. Campbell. I mean, they started one and six or something like that. And if he can rally them all the way to the playoffs and it's the Lions, I just, <laughs> I, I, I mean, he gets, he gets a award for that, man. That's what I, I love about the show. Everybody's a realist. I like that. Yo, he's, I felt like Hard Knocks has helped him out. You get the realness from them. I know they edit some stuff out, but they give it to you pretty much as raw as you could get it. Uh, you could tell he's trying to be a player's coach, right? And like you said, the most important part is they're winning now. They have the second longest winning streak right now. I think we're seven, they're six, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Dan Campbell was brought up in the school of Bill Parcells. And so Bill Parcells is a Hall of Fame coach, and he learned tight from end, remember? And he learned from him, and so he's picking the. He's finally got 
the what he needs in place, I guess, from a coaching and player perspective. And and he's got those guys playing for him. And he's even got Jared Goff, who was cast out out cast out of Los Angeles, man. He's I don't, he's even, I don't even know if Goff can go back to LA, man. They might <laughs> I don't even <laughs> they probably hold him on a plane if he try to land in Los Angeles, man. In LAX. Got a picture of him. But I just think I just I love what Cal was able to do this year. Um under the circumstances, we've had to go through so many injuries to key players of the, on our team, especially the quarterback position. It's not too many teams that if they're on their third quarterback, they even got a chance, even have a shot to even win a game, much less discussing that they're Super Bowl contenders and so forth. I think the stars are aligning for us to make a strong run this year. Um, the NFC is already weak. And our number one competitor, the Philadelphia Eagles, seems to have an issue with the quarterback right now uh, with Jalen Hurts. I don't know how how deep that situation is going with him, but even so, it's a shoulder sprain. Mm-hmm. And it's late in the season. He's not going to really get a whole lot of time to get it rested because they're going to need him to shut the door on their division. I, I kind of see them losing to the Cowboys this weekend with Gardner Minshew. Um, and which is going to bring that division tight. They're going to have to bring him back sooner than he's probably ready to go. And then, and and then his, then the what he does to threaten you, which is the running game and his quarterback run, he's going to be reluctant to take off on that because our guy Brock Purdy, he didn't even want to die for the first down at the end of the game because he was hurt. So it changes your psyche and changes what you want to do. It might change the his honest throwing shoulder. So I don't know how, I don't know how strong that arm is going to be with that, with that strong, this throwing shoulder messed up. So we've been on wait and see. Um, I don't know when they actually cast an actual vote for coach of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember when that actually is. I don't know but, either. Um, but if we're able to steamroll into the playoffs and the Detroit falls off and they're, they don't get into the playoffs, I think that is Cal Shannon is a strong candidate for a coach of the year. So I got I got to ask you this question. You think that Dan Campbell should be number one. Give me your top three then. Campbell. Campbell, Shanahan, and then Sirianni. And then Sirianni. All right. A lot of people feel like it should be Sirianni, uh, Campbell, Kyle Shanahan. So right now, that's what Vegas is saying too, as well. Like those are the odds, right? Right now, it's Sirianni is Dan Campbell. I like your argument for Dan, but let, let me go back to my initial argument and just and just tell me if it persuades you just a little bit, right? So look, look at what Campbell inherited. You know, look what he's been working with for the past couple of years. And it was just a matter of time for them to finally get together in jail, right? Most head coaches go through that. It's called the growing pains. But he hasn't faced the adversity, injury-wise, like a Kyle Shanahan. Neither has Sirianni. And so you're talking about a head coach on their third-string quarterback, a seventh-round rookie draft pick at that, that somehow – not only won three games in a row, clinched the division. Like the, the Lions ain't clinching, they ain't clinching anything. And I'm saying this to say that how is that overlooked just because a team that struggled 
past couple of years, all and then was one in six, and now they're currently headed in the right direction. Like, how does that supersede uh, a coach that was going to go into the season with the second year quarterback? They knew that the defense was going to be good. They didn't know the defense was going to be this good, right? I, all, all season long, I said our defense was going to be a top two, right? I, I think that's what I would I would say. Yeah, I opened the season talking about. I said I opened the season that said that Thanos was coming. Yeah, okay, that's how that's how I opened it. I opened the season before it even started. I said Thanos is coming, mm-hmm. and so I, I mean, and so the I, defense is is lived up. To, but my point, to the my, my, my point is, how do you <laughs> overlook what Kyle Shanahan had to work with? Like to make this team win the West and possibly be the t- a, a top three seed. They're already a top three seed, so I'm thinking top two, top three, top one. Excuse me, it's, that's possible. So why doesn't that get more love than a guy that's just taking the team that's just going on a win streak? I'm curious to know from your because you had him, you had Shanahan second. Yeah, I mean. You make you make a bunch of valid points, but it's kind of more of me projecting of what the NFL is going to do more so than okay. my own personal opinion. Oh, okay, I my own you. personal opinion, I'm going to be biased for Shanahan. Um, but I'm not even trying to be biased. I'm, but I'm just biased. looking, but just looking, just looking at what the league does and what they've historically done with this award and so forth, and Detroit just being—I mean, they're the Lions. I mean, might as well give it to them. They ain't gonna I, I mean, you got the Lions winning. I, I mean, and, and then it's the expectations coming into the season. Expectations stated that we're one of the best rosters in football. Correct. We have expectations to win the division. Expectations to go into the playoffs from from the national media and so forth. And so there was no expectations with the Lions. And so therefore, therefore by just by that, Dan Campbell is probably the front runner. Um, if he if he can continue to do what he's doing, if he doesn't fall off the track and stuff like that. But <clears throat> what Cal Shanahan has done is remarkable. A third quarterback and you're still a contender. I mean, yeah, I, I thoroughly agree with your points and and so forth. But I just I honestly feel like they're gonna. They want to give it to somebody else. Same they way always, they did in 2019, bro. They always, every time, they always want to give an underdog, an up-and-comer, or somebody that you didn't expect. Or, See? And they I, want I, to give it to them. Mm-mm, mm-mm, I can't let you slide and say that, because who was the underdog in 2019, fam? Yeah, Kyle the 4 and 12. Yeah, the, two, the 2018 4 and 12 49ers. <laughs> Who you're alluding to? Who was the underdog in 2019, bro? Kyle Shanahan or John Harbaugh? They gave it to the old dog instead of the underdog. I'm confused. Like it's got to be something bigger to this story. I'm gonna write about it because it doesn't make sense. And, and then, and then you look at. I think that was the year that Lamar Jackson won MVP award. Yes. And so there's a there's a bias going on with that too. Got that, you. That you have an MVP quarterback. Oh man, we, well, it's got to be the head coach that's responsible for it all, and and, and so forth. So it's, there's a lot. Of, I think there's politics that's involved and and stuff like that that's involved with the co- the coach of the year, and just like just like the MVP, just like the defensive player of the year. There's there's some storyline. There's some young and the restless type situations going on started, with, those, with, those, with those awards going on. So. <laughs> 
that's that's kind of why I was saying that hey, Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions is the best story. I got so, you. Therefore, it's probably going. They're probably going to give it down. Listen, see, man, I appreciate you, CJ. Thanks for jumping on. Uh, you know, you're welcome anytime, man. And happy holidays to you and your family, bro. And as well as to you, and and I'm looking at the Commanders. Hopefully, we can still get Brock Purdy to yeah. shock the world for us. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I believe he'll be healthier this game than he was last game. Absolutely. And that's a great thing for us. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Well, right. you have you have a Merry Christmas. Have a mm-hmm. Happy New Year if I don't see you again. Same to you, brother. Peace out. And we're going to close the show with the great one and only. I call him, well, he's my Paul McCartney. He's my ivory to my ebony. All right. So y'all going to have to figure out who I'm talking about. He's in the backstage cracking the freak up. But listen. All right. So, so look, uh, I look, I'm going to do look. I think there's nothing but Niners tonight. I got to ask Mike how you feeling, whatever, whatever. If so, John, 9, 8, 9 p.m. I'm going to jump on. And then I got to, you know, I got to rock. I got to hit. I got to go to nothing but Niners. But, John, I'll jump on at nine. Let me come in and just uh, let's have fun for 30 minutes. Can we do that? All right. So. Now, tonight, 9 p.m., all right, the locker room rant with John V and the crew, all right, uh, and then 9.30 p.m., I'm hoping it's 9.30 p.m., then uh, Nothing But Niners will, will will do their show as well, and I'll jump on with Mike and the crew. Sounds good. Uh, there won't be a John and Wayne show today, uh, but it will be two this week, so we'll do one here on my channel one on his channel, but just stay tuned for that. And let's close the show out. To the one and only, my man, my my brother from another mother, my brother from across the pond, the guy with from the Paul Hope Show. Let's bring him on right now. What's going on, baby? What's hey, good? what's up, Brazy? Hey, and then you come on with the Santa hat after they trashed me for not having the damn Santa hat on. So I tell you what, you doing it up, man. Congratulations, bro. All right, man. You got to close this out. I know a lot of people feel we're being biased. My whole purpose of this episode was for people to watch it, to put the league on notice. Kyle Shanahan is doing something I don't think I've ever seen a head coach do. Maybe Tom Brady-ish with Drew Bledsoe, maybe, you know, in the playoffs. But we're talking about a guy that had to deal with three quarterbacks in one season. So... Not even the great Bill Walsh had to deal with something like this. So let's have this conversation, bro. Kyle Shanahan, coach of the year. He's number three right now on the list in, in, as far as his odds in Vegas, right? It's Sirianni, Dan Campbell, Kyle Shanahan. What are your thoughts about that? I mean, the start of the season, Breezy, we lose Trey Lance week two. We've lost to the Broncos. We've lost to the Bears. Everybody was saying, fire Shanahan, we need to change. And then you fast forward to the future, which is where I'm from, obviously. That's why I've jumped on. I saw Cali. I saw the hat. I thought, I'm going to jump on. We were the first team in the NFL to win our division. And not only did we win it in our biggest rival's backyard, like you've just said there, we did it with our third-choice quarterback, who was drafted in the seventh round. I mean, any other team does that breezy. And they're already crowning him quarter of the year. I mean, yes, people are going to say we're biased because we're 49ers fans. We traded for CMC, which again, at the time, a lot of people um, were saying that was crazy. I know John V's good friend Nico was saying we'd overpaid. 
It was a luxury item. CMC's come in and our offense has transformed. We've won seven straight. Like you said, there's even talk now if the Eagles lose out, we win the number one seed. I mean, how crazy would that be? We go into the playoffs, number one seed with our third choice quarterback. It's it'll be crazy. I I and I know it's it's not I, I don't do percentages, bro. I'm sure it's like it's not even a one percent chance that that can happen. But you leave the 49ers, if you leave the window cracked a little bit, they gonna they gonna make they gonna make their way in. Like, I, and I look, that's look. The 49ers just need the opportunity. You can see the opportunities presenting itself. I would have liked to have some help from the Minnesota Vikings, just so that the 49ers can move up a, a notch. But you know what? The Vikings aren't well. They're not willing to help, and we can't be mad at them. We should be mad at the Colts, but we can't be mad that teams aren't willing to help. So sometimes the bed you make is the bed you got to lay in, right? And the 49ers made this bed by losing to Chicago, by losing to Denver. These are all non-winning teams. They lost to the Chiefs, and then they lost to the Falcons. The Falcons punched the 49ers in the gut so hard they couldn't rebound, bro. Even though we watched them rebound, score 14 unanswered points, it was just a gut punch. It was just like, I'm good. Like, my gut still hurt. And they lost big time. I felt like that was worse loss than the Chiefs, even though the Chiefs beat the snot out of the 49ers in the fourth quarter. I'm just saying the 49ers made that bet, right? Then they then they figured it out. They figured out how to play together. They figured out how to win together. You know why? They figured out how to lose together. And when you learn how to lose together, the wins come. They come. And when they come, it's no looking back. And I'm not saying that the 49ers won't lose again. I just don't see how. I really don't. They're playing the commanders. And they're not playing any bad teams. They're playing the commanders. The Raiders on the road, and then they end with a division team uh, and the Cardinals, which we know, even though they don't have anybody playing for them, it could still go the other way because we literally punched them in the eyes, the mouth, the feet, the gut, the throat, and Mexico City. I guarantee you they're going to play hard. I don't know why they will. I just guarantee you that they will. So the 49ers made this bet, and now they're on this crazy surge of a roll, bro. And it's got to be not just because of the players, but because of the coach and the coach being the head coach, his name is Kyle Shanahan. If you want to know why D'Amico Ryans is having a great ass year, it's because of Kyle Shanahan. See, people are not giving Kyle his credit, but he's the one that's overseeing all the moves. Am I right or am I wrong? I, I don't know. No, you're right. I mean, I jumped on because earlier today, Breezy, I had a bit of a quiet time at work and I went back and watched the Sean McVay, Peter Schrager interview with Kyle Shanahan. I saw you season. I posted that in the group chat. Anybody who hasn't seen it needs to go check it. And Kyle Shanahan talks about his beliefs, his creating the culture. He talks about why he picked the 49ers, Breezy, that when he was in the kind of carousel looking for a head coach job, the 49ers wasn't his first choice. And he went to Jed York and he said, this is what I want. And he's created that winning culture. Like you said, we've bounced back from adversity. The fact if we beat the Cardinals, we'll have swept our division. That has to be another plus point. Again, any other team does that. You know, if Belichick does that with the Patriots and we sweep the division, people will be talking about it forever and ever. So I think you're right. The Cardinals will play hard because they're going to want to stop us from sweeping the division. I'm not worried about the commanders. The Raiders will be the Raiders. Although I did enjoy that finish the other night. <laughs> oh my gosh. Huh. Oh my gosh. Like, I don't know how they won that game, but they won, and I'm just going to leave it alone. Like, I, it is what it is, you know. 
Yeah. <laughs> John V. How did we leave him out of the group chat? <laughs> you talk about this chat, silly. Ah, John, get ready for tonight, man, because I'm coming on your show and I'm raising Kane. I'm telling you right now, we're going to have some fun tonight. Um, Fernando says, Cardinals are done. They aren't playing good football. Uh, injuries, Rondell Moore, Kyler Murray's out for the year. Uh, their best center's out for the season. They don't stand a chance. I agree with him. It's just a division game, man. Like, anything can happen in those stupid divisional games. It's just me. It's just, it's just the way I look at it. But you said that the 49ers have a chance of sweeping the division. That should be another notch for coach of the year. And then, uh, I don't know how important that is, but I feel like that's pretty. That's a pretty darn good accolade. I don't care how weak the division is. The Patriots used to sweep, they, and they never really swept their division. The Patriots never really swept the AFC East. As good as they were, they barely swept him uh, because it was always one team, whether it was the Dolphins, whether it was the Bills, whether it was the Jets, that would just get one of those wins to keep from them from sweeping the division. The 49ers have a chance to go out there and set history. It's three weeks from now, but they have a chance to go out there. I can't remember the last time a team has swept the division. Guys, get it out here in the chat. We would love to know. You know what I'm saying? Paul, listen, let everybody know about the Paul Hope Show. And and when they can find it and all that good stuff, we're gonna get up out of here. Oh, thanks, Breezy. So yeah, Dan at Let's Talk Sports has allowed me to run my own show, taking inspiration from the likes of yourself. I'm not sure if there'll be one this week, Christmas week, stuff with the family, but you've been a big supporter of mine. And when I saw you post the link in the chat, I had to jump on. I always love jumping on and talking football with you guys. And the chat is on fire. I just want to say props to the chat. It's been great to see. And yesterday's show. With John V on Dion, that was oh amazing. my gosh. Um, well, Dion was here too. He must have left. Locker room rant. I'll be watching back tomorrow, so you guys better be bringing the fire because it's on too late for me in the future. I do have Got to get you. some sleep, but I always watch <laughs> back the next day and I share the link out. But yeah, anyone can follow me breezy at Paul underscore Hope Ten. I do a lot of my work on Twitter. Um, people in the chat probably know who I am. And just before we finish off, you do realize you've had Forty Niners royalty in the group chat, Mister Gowland. El Presidente of the 49er Faithful UK, who was stood with none other than Jed York a couple of weeks ago in the Bay Area. Let's go! Let's and I know you go! looked after, and I know you and John Chapman looked after him while he was hey. on his visit. So it was great to see. So thanks that's, for that, buddy. That's because he's a great guy. And then he says Jed York doesn't get the credit he so you want to take it there. All right. Jed York doesn't get the credit he deserves for putting together a winning general manager head coach combo. People still concentrate on earlier mistakes. That's a dope thing. Lee, you know what? Whenever you're available, Lee, let's talk about that on the air. Okay, Lee? Because that's that's a really good take. I can, I'm going to be honest with myself. I don't even think about Jed York anymore. I, like, I felt like he just said, you know what? I found the people that can do this, the football guys. It's going to chill. I'm going to show up drunk. That's what I like about Jay. He just shows up and parties, you know, which is what he should do. Stay out of the football mess, handle the B.I.B.I., and let the football guys handle it. Lee, that's a great take, bro. Appreciate you, man. Oh, man, what a great show. Guys, it's been real. Poll question real quick before we get on up out of here. All right, should Kyle. Now, I know this is a biased audience, but some of y'all was telling the truth. 78% of y'all, though, said that. He definitely should win Coach of the Year. F the story, Cinderella story of the Detroit Lions. No one cares about going 13 and 15. They, they could possibly go 
What's the record? 16 and one. Is that what they can do? They're 13 and three. There's three games left. Philly can actually be 16 and one. I can't front. Sim. Hey, Sim. That's pretty damn amazing. 16 and one is good. Uh, but then you got to look at like, who did they play? They, they didn't play. Did they play the NFC West this year? They didn't play us. I didn't tell you that right now. So you got to look at stuff like that, man. It's all good, man. Paul, thanks for jumping on. I appreciate you, bro. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to your family. You too, buddy. Speak to you. All right. Peace. Guys, it's been a real one. You guys are real. Listen, tomorrow, all right? Tomorrow is Wind Back Wednesday. Man, I I told myself I was going to have some stuff. I tell you what. I got CMC shirts for sale. They're $30, all right? They're T-shirts. Really good cotton T-shirts, all right? All the stuff is, like, pressed on, like, this material, right? It's pressed on. It's not stitched, but it's pressed on. All right, if you guys want a shirt, the email address. Hit me up with the email address, and I can tell you how to pay, and we'll get those out after the holidays. I ain't going to front. You don't want nothing now. I ain't going to come no time soon. Breezy at gmail.com. I actually have the shirts here. I think I have up to 2X, so if you can wear 2X, I have some of those as well. And if you need something specially ordered, you let me know. I'll hit up my guy. We'll get it specially ordered and get it shipped out to you. All right, shirts are 30 bucks. All right, uh, let me know if that's something you guys want to do. Also, tomorrow on Wine Back Wednesday, I'm giving away three things. All right, so the top three places that place in the Kahoot Challenge, first, second, third place is going to win something tomorrow. It's the holiday season, and I just want to give things away to you guys. I hope you guys participate in tomorrow's Kahoot Challenge. It's going to be Niners, Commanders. Uh, what was the name before Commanders, guys? I can't remember. What was what was their name before Command? I can't go. I can't show the shirt, Team Cali, because. I think I left them upstairs. I ain't going to go upstairs and then come back. My cats aren't going to bring them downstairs to me. I I had them ready to come, and then I left them upstairs because they grabbed my eggs. Hey, I tell you what, I'll show them tomorrow or or whatnot if you guys want. Cool, whatever. But they're really nice shirts. Um, They're black and they're white. We have the white and we have the black joints. All right? Um, Damn, y'all going to make me go get the damn shirt. All right, I'll tell you what. How about this? Y'all talk in the chat. Give Give me a minute. I might fall going up the steps. Give me a minute. I'll be right back. Y'all talk in the chat. Have some fun. Let's see if I can put on some music in the background. Uh, Let's get a little of that going on. All right. I'll be right back. Snap, I'm not even out of breath. You know what I'm saying? I still got the breath. I'm getting in shape, y'all. All right, here we go. So this is what the white joints. This is what the white joints look like. It's got the parental advisory up there, and it says causing mad conflict. That's what CMC stand for, stands for. 
causing mad conflict. So that... God dang it. And here are the black ones. All right. Causing mad conflict. So these are the shirts, guys. If you want to get them, they 30 bucks. You know what I'm saying? I had them specially made. I can't order them through Teespring or, or anything like that because they won't make it with the images and stuff like that. Or whatever, whatever. So, you know what I'm saying? I had to get them made privately. But, hey, great show. Love you guys. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow, 11 a.m. We're going to do the Kahoot Challenge. We're going to talk a little bit more about this Redskin matchup uh, and things like that. It's going to be fun. Thursday, John Chapman will be here. Friday, I think we're going to have another special guest on Friday. Can't remember who it is as of right now. Um, but definitely, man, it's the holiday season. Let's give some things away. I think tomorrow I'll give away a signed jersey. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but I think I'm going to give away a signed jersey. I was 18 seconds. Look, that's my girl. 18. Let's go. I almost fell, too. So y'all y'all, y'all going to buy a damn shirt. Email me, and y'all going to buy a shirt. I almost bust my Going up them steps. It was going up the steps that I almost fell because of the cat. It was the cat, the cat. You know what I'm saying? Email thewaynebreezy at gmail.com. All right, thewaynebreezy at gmail.com. I'm trying to figure out how to create a store where I could sell my own product up there opposed to the stuff that goes. So I don't know how to do that yet, but apparently is a way. So I'm going to figure it out. But that's the way right now. Uh, if anybody knows how to do that, send it to me. There's the email right there, right? Love y'all. Stay up, stay faithful. Appreciate everybody. Uh, thanks for watching as always. And keep it nitty gritty, damn it. Let's go. Shout out sponsors. SF Breezy. Make sure I use that code. Love y'all. Stay up, stay faithful. Peace. <laughs>